0: Hello. Hi there. Welcome to Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. This podcast is to help students and young professionals to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or academicians or global leaders or coaches to drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the IT world towards the end of every episode. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and I'm with my co-host Sudhakar. So today we are going to discuss an interesting topic around how environmental friendly compliances like reduction of carbon footprint are driving the business decisions. And we are pleased to welcome Milan to our show.
1: Dr. Milan Chowdhury has around 14 years of rich experience in SAP solution implementation and supply chain consulting. He's an SAP certified professional focusing on global S4 HANA implementation and digital supply chain transformation programs across diverse industry verticals. With a doctorate degree in supply chain management, Milan has taken up supply chain management implementation assignments with global consulting brands like IBM, PricewaterCoopers, Cognizant, and Wipro. Milan has published his work in many international journals like IEEE, Scopus, and all. Milan, welcome to our show. Let's get started.
2: Hi Nabin. Hi Sudhakar. Thanks for uh, giving me a chance uh, to uh, spawn this uh, platform.
1: So Milan, can we briefly talk about the logistics and transportation aspect which is part of the larger supply chain management module?
2: Yeah, uh, so logistics and transportation is becoming one of the key areas of uh, business today because logistic areas are more and more becoming crucial for key success factors for driving a business environment. As we see in the coming digital world, better you have, better you can control your logistics and transportation activities, better you be the market leader because there are too many options to optimize that area so that your business goals are met and you are focused enough to meet your all other aspects of business, the total fulfillment and everything. So going forward, I'll definitely agree that logistics and transportation management activities are going to be one of the key factors for many verticals like manufacturing, supply chain and transportation, mining and many, many other areas.
1: That's great, Milan. Can we talk a bit about carbon footprint and its impact on businesses today, primarily for the businesses which are having their footprint in different countries, because each country is being driven by its own governance, risk and compliance.
2: Yeah, as we all know that sustainability and mitigation of carbon footprint has become a matter of strategic choice for all organizations today and as business is expanding beyond multiple geographies it's often facing different laws and restrictions to comply on carbon emissions and now the reinforcement of global climate agreements like say Paris agreement at local level often becomes compulsion for multinationals operating at local level to optimize their greenhouse emissions besides lowering of carbon footprint is often associated with the positive impact on a firm's brand and reputation. So as we know, like many developed nations have already introduced stringent emission policies like cap and trade system and carbon tax system, which has been directly either penalizing, incentivizing a company's carbon performance. Low carbon emission initiatives, for example, switching to energy efficient assets, uh, installing solar panels or, say, setting up a green disposal system. They are often linked with high capital expenditures. However, some operational optimizations too may have a significant contribution on carbon footprint mitigation with much lesser cost. One such operational optimization can be implemented in existing supply chain inbound logistics which is known as milk run and as logistics is commonly adopted by automobile, dairy, beverage and many other industries. Now there are so many areas like logistics and transportation activities which are capable of emitting up to four times of greenhouse emissions, of a company's normal emission. Now, better planning and collaboration with carriers can really make a significant difference on company's overall carbon performance. And that is one of the way in which a business can really be carbon compliant. And also at the same time, they may save a lot of cost, which can really impact and help in their sustaining and uh, in, in in the long run.
0: Milan, I think transportation planning is going to be the key in terms of driving cost efficiencies and optimization. So how can cloud-based carrier collaboration can help in this regard?
2: Yeah, that's a very good question. As we all know that trans often the transportation activities emit as many as four times of total emissions of particular businesses activities. So it becomes very crucial so that the transportation activities are actually planned properly and then optimized so that carbon emissions are actually being controlled. Now, how can we do that? The, the question is what all the ways we can do that? One of the best ways to do that is to collaborate with your uh, partners. Mostly I'm talking about the suppliers and your careers to actually transport your goods or say services from one place to another now if this collaboration happens to be on a very low cost and very efficient then definitely carbon compliance and cost can be achieved how can we do that definitely the information technology can help us a lot in here we know in the coming uh, days information technology is actually revolutionized in many ways one of the way we know is called a cloud computing the cloud computing is kind of a emerging technology or concept in information tech on and communication technology where network of remote computers hosted on internet are used to store manage and process data why cloud is so popular since it has actually introduced in August 2006 since then it has become so much popular because cloud uh, services are perceived as software as a service or SaaS service because they are most cost-effective and they can be used pay per use basis and they are also built on per hour per minute or per second basis so infrastructure cost for cloud is minimum and also operating expenses model of cloud is also minimum which is why you can get a world-class cloud service with a very very low cost which is impossible if you talk about a capital investment in your IT infrastructure so for cloud all those things are not needed so which is why cloud is becoming relevant day by day in supply chain management and transportation planning area so that even the smallest carriers and suppliers they can afford cloud see for example a smartphone based application which can be used through cloud in a simple internet connection which we all have in our smartphones. And then uh, they can also be connected with their respective manufacturers or producers. I'm talking about carriers, they can be connected and they can share and collaborate information through cloud. So I think cloud is really going to make this areas. I don't think much work has happened here, but definitely going forward, we'll be seeing a lot more development in, in this area.
0: So, Milan, we discussed about calculating the effective and optimal route while planning the logistics and while dealing with the vendor partners and all. So, what are other areas in addition to calculating the effective and optimal route?
2: If we talk about the optimal route calculation, it has been a very primitive theory in supply chain management because since long back, there are many optimization algorithms have been developed. One of such algorithm is known as Clark-Wright algorithm, which talks about the minimization of travel distance calculation. So there are mainly two problems. One is called VRP or vehicle routing problem. And another is called traveling salesman problem. These two problems can be explained through the help of Clark Wright algorithm. But when we talk about many other factors which come into picture, see, for example, capacity. Uh, time constraints if we take all of them while calculating the optimal route and then also optimal mileage it becomes quite complex now it, it doesn't become so simple so that you can just add on the route I mean add on the total distance of the routes and then you can come to a conclusion so which is why all these factors like capacity constraint time constraint vehicle uh, on a particular day vehicles performance constraints all these constraints are needed to be taken care while calculating the total distance or total mileage for transportation planning now this is becoming very difficult for a specific algorithm or an inbuilt algorithm inside your system to calculate it because system doesn't know on a which particular day the capacity of a truck or trailer can be what because of uh, due to some unavoidable circumstances the capacity may reduce the temperature conditions may change the the truck or trailer may have met with some accident also all those factors cannot be calculated merely by an algorithm now then what is the solution then definitely these factors can only be covered if We have an efficient collaboration platform to cloud with our suppliers and vendors or say carriers who can provide the information right when we need that. Say for example, a truck or trailer met with an accident and a gps tracking or GIS tracking is enabled for them and that information can be shared with a simple internet connectivity and smartphone application and then that can be transmitted over cloud so that that information immediately reaches to the transportation planner who is actually planning the route for that particular day now for after 9 am that if that information reaches to the planner there will be no help the truck may go on that route. So that information is crucial. So those information, I mean, I'm talking about others' information like the capacity, time constraints and temperature and many other factors which can really be collaborated and help with a cloud uh, collaboration platform with suppliers and carriers.
1: So Miller, great insights on the day-to-day transactional issues that the transportation and logistics field as such goes through on a daily basis. Other than the carbon footprint standpoint that we talked about, what are the other operational costs that can be controlled using cloud-enabled computing power?
2: Uh, There are many actually, Uh, see for example, as I said that in each and every IT department is not capable of having huge infrastructure and services for them because they are costly. So if we can really take the help of cloud, our computing power of a particular organization can go to the up to infinite level. Actually, there is no limit. So the first thing that I would like to, I mean, I'd like to discuss here is that there are many, many other factors which are really becoming re- relevant in our these days. We know that all sort of business activities had some sort of impact on the environment, or say legal uh, legal matters in this in, in the country in which the business is currently operating. Now, incumbents has to comply with them. Not only that, they have to come up with many other factors like say environmental constraints carbon emissions and on a specific on a specific uh, route or on, on a specific day what all the other factors like say for example traffic conditions say the temperatures say there can be a some sort of landslide which has happened in the hilly route so all those informations which are never possible to getter and process and then accommodate and feed into our typical legacy systems can be done through cloud with a twinkle of an eye and that information can be processed, shared across all the cloud nodes or points which are there for processing them. So that information can really be costly. We know that information and data is going to be the actual money. I mean, it can be translated into money. Every firm and every business today knows that. But the real time availability of the business, the processing power of the business really matters. That cloud can really help us Even as I said, cloud can be used as with a very optimal cost and it is used in a pay per use model, so it becomes very cheaper even for a smaller and medium enterprises who cannot afford the large IT infrastructure. So that way, I would recommend that cloud can really be helpful in sharing and processing the information and then availability. Also, the information can really help, especially when I'm talking about the small businesses, they can really connect with the cloud and they can uh, share and collaborate through cloud and then they accordingly they will be used the data and information that is actually the key for success, key of success for them.
1: That is really good because that actually helps the businesses to take right decisions with the information at the right time. Then continuing on the business standpoint, what are the other environmental challenges that are impacting the businesses today?
2: there are many of course as we know that the situation the the entire environment or the ecosystem of earth is changing and evolving because if we talk about the last three industrial revolutions in those revolutions we have a lot of carbon emissions happened and we know that what all the impact has happened the temperature of earth has increased it is causing a major impact in our all south pole and north pole glaciers which are melting very fast And then the areas, there are low areas which are flooding, there are areas where uh, completely the environmental aspects are are really becoming difficult. Say for example, if you have a data center on Chennai and Chennai immediately get flooded, then what is your redundant path? how you're going to survive your business because if your data center goes off then you are almost finished you are done you're gone so if you talk about all these uncertainties environmental uncertainties I'm talking about and also there are legislative uncertainties also so based on that say for example a government on a particular particular country may go haywire, and then it may change its laws and regulations and rules which was not like that earlier can really impact your business as well so the key to the success of business in this changing an evolving environment which is not actually going very good direction is that you need to have a good backup of all your resources especially I'm talking about data resources which earlier which they used to store it in a large IT infrastructure uh, service which you cannot afford now you have to reduce the, the chances of your business going down somehow you have to manage that so even If you talk about that uncertainty cloud can really help us to fight that because we know cloud don't have a specific data center. There are many more data centers which are throughout has been dispersed across the globe and they are working on a 24 to 7 basis. And all of them has a backup data and redundancy thing if one of your say data centers goes off it will hardly impact the entire cloud environment because there are other data centers which will be picking up in that time so it is really really crucial for all the businesses to move their entire it infrastructure if not very fastly then slowly slowly at least create some data backups over the over the cloud so that if there is a certain climate, environment, and say legal, I mean legal change inside on a particular country or on a particular geography. it should not be impacting the entire business of that recently we saw a very good uh, instance that is the COVID-19 pandemic almost entire earth got impacted so all the transactions which used to happen through papers they needed to be converted to digital because there were nobody who can touch them so if we go in that way as well cloud can really help because even at the time of pandemic if you digitize your say for example an import export process your shipment shipment may come automatically on a particular dock but if you are documenting I mean your import and export documents are not ready. you'll not be allowed on the geography. But if you have digitized the entire platform, entire processing of your import and export documents, then definitely government, that particular uh, legal legal uh, body can approve your shipment or consignment and then it can enter into the, that geography. So like that, so we have really to think all the small businesses, especially the businesses which want to involved, which want to have a success, have to think in this evolving and vulnerable environment they have to think how they can really have some sort of backup more digitize more and then move forward because if you are not doing that then probably you are staking uh, your entire business model
0: wonderful appreciate all the insights so one final question for this session milan many people are passionate about learning sap because of lucrative salaries and the demand in the industry So, what are your suggestions for those aspiring for careers in SAP? I
2: would likely suggest that SAP could be a wonderful career but definitely I mean the person who is who could be a fresher who is who wants to come and join IT industry in the coming days I'll definitely tell all of them that I mean they they should be trained basically before they have their first step into an industry because that can really help say for example if you are already have some sort of learning and experiences which you maybe you are not doing any work in any industry but if you have some insights if you have some knowledge some learning about how what all the ERP is, how does a cloud ERP work, or how does a particular ERP backup works, what is a database management system. So if you talk about all of the factors, then it becomes very difficult for a pressure to face those questions in an interview. Also if you talk on the employer perspective, employer hardly interested today, if you talk about large IT employers today, they are really, really not interested to hire you and then train you nobody has that real time to that they'll be just hiring you and then throw you in a live project that you have to perform now if you are ready enough if you have some sort of basic knowledge on that technology that platform then definitely you are going to do better because you are already ahead of others but if you don't have any background or any knowledge on that area definitely it's going to uh, be difficult for you so I would rather recommend each and every pressure who is going to be ready not only IT industry maybe some other industries also they should be having some of their basic skills already taking care they may go for some certifications they may uh, go for uh, some advanced learning from the experienced professionals who, who are already there they may mentor uh, take mentorship of them so that they may understand what all the evolving and changing environments have the colleges and universities I don't think they have a very good touch I'm not not talking about IITs and I but we, if you talk about normal B grade or say a grade colleges even they don't have a very good relationship with industries so that relationship also needs to be improved because only then there is a gap in between education and the professional sector that can be mitigated or reduced so if you are really aspiring for a best it engineer or say maybe you are aspiring for a, say a, an erp expert in the coming days i'd rather recommend that prepare yourself uh, while you are doing maybe your engineering or you doing, doing your mbas or whatever course you are doing parallel you try to learn a particular software maybe cloud would be a very good thing for you to start up with and then uh, probably try to do some certifications so that you are already ahead I don't know if people are aware or not but uh, there is a scheme going inside many IT industries they are hiring people on double packages or double CTCs. They are hiring people, freshers actually, who has already acquired some digital skills. So that is the good thing. Like if you are already trained and already you have some certifications, digital certifications you have, then you can tell your prospective employer that you don't need to train me. I know already this technology. I can, from the very beginning, from day one, I can start and I can perform. That is a very, very much recommended for each and every fresher who has aspirations to become successful in any sector today.
1: Thank you, Milan. Staying current and relevant on the technology standpoint and be in touch with industry using your mentors and coaches is something that the current generation should focus on. Amazing. Thank you for joining us today. It was great to talk to you about environmental-friendly compliances like carbon footprint reduction. Uh, It is amazing. Thank you.
2: Thanks, Naveen Sudhakar.
1: Dear listeners, to know more about our speaker and the content, refer to the show notes and visit our followers on social media. We are available on LinkedIn, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Pinterest, and also on YouTube. Just search for The Guiding Voice and then follow, like, subscribe to us, and also please share within your network. In addition, feel free to email us at The Guiding Voice for you that is p h e g o i d i n g b o i c e 4 as a digit u as a letter at gmail.com or whatsapp us on india number 9494587187 and we will be happy to collaborate with you
0: so sudhakar can you talk about the exciting opportunity for our audience to get featured in this show
1: sure navin so guys off late we have been receiving a lot of career guidance related questions from our regular listeners through all channels like YouTube, LinkedIn, WhatsApp and email and we are responding to them one-on-one. Now, we are pleased to open up a new mode of interacting with you all while providing a chance to broadcast yourself. If you have any questions related to education, career guidance or a specific IT function, just send your voice message through speakpipe.com slash theguidingvoice. We will play your question in your own voice along with the answer either from us or through our expert panel in our future episodes hope you will utilize this wonderful opportunity
0: all right so it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode and today's trivia is about cell phones guys do you know what was the first cell phone ever to carry a built-in camera most of you might be thinking it might be nokia but uh, the answer is Kyocera vp210 is the first ever cell phone to carry a built-in camera Interesting, isn't it? Thank you for listening. There is more in store, folks. So stay tuned and have a wonderful time. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye-bye.